What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Across the Border. My name is Max. I'm here with Chris. And today we have on another senior, another captain, another returner. So this time, one of our big men. Very, the, uh, what do you call it? Doesn't life plan big. Far and few between. Doesn't life plan big. The far and few between we have. I hate you playing. But yeah, we got Neil. croutons in a soup. Don't turn down any opportunity, whether it's a camp, a clinic, because you never know literally who's watching. Make your own decisions and stick with them and know they're the right decisions, right? And even if they aren't right, don't regret them. Uh-huh, he didn't know creatine existed. He got some creatine, he's like, oh, yeah, lift heavy weight. <laughs> Ship across the border. I ship across the border. Ship across the border, man. Welcome back to Ship Across the Border. Welcome to the show. How y'all doing? What's your last name? Bridgman. 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 Yeah. Why does your Instagram thing say like Shane then? Shine? Yeah. That's a nickname. So first yeah, how'd you get that nickname? So that nickname's come from my brother. My brother called me Sean because I'm like light skin. He's dark skin. We got both got different pops. But uh, Sean, I smile a lot. So when I was a kid, I used to smile a lot. So he said, oh, Sean, and my skin complexion. So kids came at it. It was, like, easy. My first name, my real name is Nilan, but my whole life, people used to just knee lawn. It was just, like, weird. But my mother, like, just to shorten it, if you take out the O-N, it's Neil. So it's just two nicknames to combine to one, to be honest. That's really it. So... Today we had no practice, There's no cl- it's Friday today, so no practice, no, um, what do you call it, we had no classes today. No classes at And, all. I mean, we're in uh, Springfield, Mass, I don't know how many people know um, yeah. where that is, an audience, but not much to do, as I recently learned. Oh yeah, it's boring over here. So, um, so what do you do today, like, what do you, what's a day in the life on a kind of just off day of everything look like for, for me, you know, Shane? off you day. Didn't, you didn't hope today? I didn't hoop today. I didn't do no hooping. Get on his ass in the comments. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I definitely <laughs> could. I definitely didn't. But, I mean, I do a lot of other things on campus. So, it's like, I got, like, three jobs here on yeah, campus. You do be hella tall. Yeah. You're an RA. I'm an RA. You do the athletic shit. I'm in, like, athletic things. I work in the library. I do. I'm in the mocha. Like, some mocha thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just around. I do a lot. Definitely. Yeah, just, you're definitely involved. I'm so. do a lot. Tay as well was also very involved in campus. He's like he RA, he's working in the athletic, like I'm trying to make him do my mocha, but he he pissing me off. But what, is, what is mocha? Mocha. Okay, my fault. Mocha is a men of color association here on campus. I'm the president. Um it was last year I was a secretary. I just liked it just because there's not we're in the PWI. I mean, I'll be real. But majority of the basketball team or just any team in general that you see is that all the black players are just on the team. What do you guys like do? Like the- what do we do? Well, what we're trying to plan to do right now is like we're doing like a we got an event November second. It's like more of um, like a man of color. Like that's the event name, a man of color. Like what do y'all see? What's your image of a man of color? What what the struggles we go through compared to other different people? Like just things of that nature, like stereotypes we hear and stuff like that. 
So I'm trying to get involved in more campus too, or just in general to like, to like build. No, nah, you should. You should get. Uh, that's what, the, the whole point club? of it. Business club. Yeah. I was supposed to, but I was like, I got too much on my you, plate. You study business. Yeah, my, my major is um sports management. I'm about to get my master's in finance. So yeah, you do be old as hell. You do be about to get your master's. How old are you? I'm 22. That's not old. That's not old. That's not old. That's not old. Exactly. That's not. I'm turning 23. This, this year. We call Ian old. Next too. year. In 2024. 2024. I'm turning 23. We call Ian old too, but he's yeah, like a year joke. old. He's a year been old. Like, so he's been to like nine different schools. So that's not he's old. Like vet as hell. But yeah. No, I've joined the business club. So I'm studying business. And yeah. Other than basketball, my dad's really been pushing me to like just get involved and do other shit. Kind of like mm-hmm. diversify myself a little bit. So I saw a cool opportunity there. Didn't really know. Kind of what that entailed, but I'm doing some graphic design for the club as well, which is interesting. And so you should be graphic design as a new logo, fucking. <laughs> I, you know what? I like the logo. Do you, do you, have you seen our logo? No, I haven't seen it. Let me see. I, I really do want to see it because if you really do like graphic design, we have some people here that could really help you out with logos. Yeah, but I'd really be like that on the on the mouse and keyboard graphic design. I like our logo. If it looks good, I'm gonna be. Design. I'm gonna be, be, honest, be honest on the podcast. Like, be honest. This is a logo for a year. Okay. I made this okay. in um, like Canva a year ago. All right. In 15 minutes. No, I don't like it. Damn. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I made two new ones, but like this took me like 10 minutes. I just. That looked like there. that looked like something like a. It's just so it's nostalgic, bro. <laughs> that looked like I a sneakerhead convention. You see now that's a that's podcast ass. logo. That's so much that's but I understand it, but that's a podcast logo. And there's this do. one. No one really like this one, but I'm gonna show you that one too. That's ass too. Okay, I don't like that one. You don't like that no. one. But the no, first one, it's like a that's like a podcast that's logo. You know what? You know what I would have done. Go, I would change. Go on Spotify. I would have like you know you know you know how like the microphone have like the waves. I would have probably made that into like. Basketball nets and stuff like that. That's yeah, all I'm saying. High expectations. Exactly. Um, hold on, I'll try to find this. But yeah, I said we. That's we've had that. We've been doing this for exactly on the day for a year now. Yeah, about that. Actually, like how how long? Exactly. So today, today, today the day our fucking first uh, podcast Apple podcast like subscription. What? So it's came out. An, it's oh, so I'm on the anniversary. I'm on the so one year anniversary of the podcast. What do you want me to show him? Like, yeah, like that looks that looks clean. That looks like a podcast. They do, but that looks clean. That's okay, look, 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 look. Okay, you're from Canada. You're from Canada, Canada as well. So I would have probably done a little Canadian thing in the back. The name is shipped across the border. But still, though, it's shipped it's across like the border. Point, like, I would have done. Agrees with me and can tell you the truth. Like, do like the logo, and you put a sneaker. Yeah, we've not talked about a single sneaker the entire time we've done. The it's podcast. just like a, what do you call it? Just stencil. But if we do, I, I'm I'm into fashion. So if you if we no, if y'all wanna, no, we'll we could definitely. I agree. It definitely needs some sort of update. We definitely have to take out the medai. We updated the intro three times. If y'all do want to talk but. about fashion, let me know. I'm all for it. So what do you? I mean, this is a very mm-hmm. outside of basketball podcast to start off. Usually we just jumping right through basketball, but mm-hmm. I kind of like the the vibe, just learning, getting to like. Inside, like what our teammates do, like mm-hmm. outside of basketball. So, you say you like fashion. Like, what do you yeah. like to do outside of basketball? So, I'm I'm not about You're to say. Involved it. In campus. Yeah, I'm very involved in campus. I'm just doing that for like a resume base. I'm telling you. Well, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, so I would not be doing this if I was in New York. But my mother, she tells me this is a be out there more. So honestly, everything I do is mainly for my mother. Like, I'm getting this education. For me, yes, but I'm not gonna lie to you. If she's not in my ear, I'm not doing this. I'll probably be doing something totally different. I, I promise you that much. Like I'm, I wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know about hooping. I'll, I'll be hooping. I think that's like my real passion. I just grew to love. I'm mad. I grew to love basketball so late. 
because I think if I, I it could have blossomed into when did something you start better. Hooping? I started hooping. Um, I like to say, like late elementary school, but I wasn't really like I'll say fifth grade. That's when I really started to hoop. Okay, Sam. I don't know what it is. There's like a trend that's on this podcast with tall, but well, kind of, but like tall guys in general, for some reason, just always end up hooping late. Do you? Fifth grade, like I just like fifth grade. Like seriously, hooping, like seriously like, when I AU. entered like AAU wise, like I say seventh grade, seventh grade, and like it was like seventh eighth grade. Yeah, seventh eighth grade. I was just tall, and then obviously I was no really fundamentally sound and stuff like that. So I just did um, center, you know, regular. They just put you down low. You absolutely hate that. Yeah, absolutely hate. Why, it. Like, again, explain to the audience why you hate playing center. I hate playing center. I am six three to six four. I should You're be. Than six, three. You're like six four. Six, I'm. I'm. I promise you. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> and this is I'm playing a division. Six three. Six three. All right, cool. You're way taller than like Avery. I'm not way taller. Than him. I'm just lengthier, Definitely. and I'm just more athletic than him. So that's where I guess what people say. But he, I'm not that tall. But I play at D three. So like, what's I'm trying to say? We play at D three. But as I want to say, I do not like playing center. I'll play center. I have. That's the thing is, I don't like it. Just because the simple fact, I played in my whole career path time, like the timeline's career. The only time I haven't really played big, what should I say? But I was like not big, but not really big. Was like my my last year of JUCO. That's the only time I could really sit here and be like, yo, I was really catching ball, shoot, pump fake, driving to the lane, three ball. Um, that, was, that was the most flexible I've ever been playing big, and I just didn't like it. I just don't like the boxing out sometimes. I just, it's just like, I'm not a big. I know I'm not a big. So who would you rather play? If I'd rather play, I'd rather play the forward, like forward. I, I don't really have tight handles to be really playing the guard, even though I should be playing the guard. But I'm a forward in my and like I'm a forward, but I have no problem if whatever at this point is like whatever coach put me at whatever coach put me at. At the end of the day, it's about getting on the floor. Yeah, I'm you have all the skills in the world. Shit don't mean nothing if you're sitting on a pine. I don't like it, but it's like I, like I'm I'm a deal with it. I'm a deal with it. So like when you were growing up, did you train to be a big, or were you training like ball handling, shooting that type of stuff? Um, when growing up, I was just trained to to shoot. I'm not about to really, like, I wasn't trained to really ball handle, just trained to shoot and just grab rebounds. Um, Did you have a trainer growing up? No, nah, my trainer was, I will say, just the coaches. Like, I haven't really trained. Like, I guess training was YouTube. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't like, YouTube and going to the park. Oh, I'm going to speak on that real quick. So that's where I say I really started to blossom. My next question was going to be, like, for kids who don't have a trainer, yeah. what would you recommend Yo, they do? Go to the park. Go to the park. Fuck, I could curse in here. Fuck the trainers, honestly. Or like, honestly, like, fuck the trainers. Like, I feel all your creativity just from going to a park, just from learning from different people. Like, I stole so much people move just by going to a park. And it's like looking at like a New York thing too. You guys, yeah, but yo, it's new. I mean, yeah. And the funny part is like, okay, like in like I would say elementary, middle school. A little bit of high school. Um, I live right across the street from a park, right? So, PS399, shout out, y'all out. Best, best public school in Brooklyn. I don't know about now, but still. But, and then there was another um, public school lower down. I think it was MSPS or PSN MS61. So, 
we would go back and forth to each other's park, playing each other. It was a series. I promise you, in our heads, we're like, oh, we're, it's a series. And then all the older guys realized that too. So then they started calling their older like people like to come over here and play with us. I promise you that was the most fun we've ever had. Like It was like, all right, cool. We won, they won, we won, they won. I promise you, I stole so much move. There was this dude named Low. That man, Low, was, I, I say, promise you by far, like the nicest dude. Like, I was like, yo, he's nice. Like, crossover, pump fake, three ball. I'm like, yeah, damn. <laughs> I'm like, and like, mind you, I'm young, so I'm just over here. He was like 16 at the time. He played D2. He played D2, but I think after a while, he just stopped. But yo, wanted me to tell you, that dude was nice. Like, I was like, yo. And the thing that made me like, admire him more, because he was like, he's like, just like me. Like, he, but his own, I say his situation, like, a lot more different because he grew up, like, in the Peas, Peas Me Project. So, in a project base. So, when you're in that project lifestyle, it's just like, damn, you got to really struggle. Like, the struggle's real. But I think that goes for anybody, though. But his struggle's by far more than mine's. And he, and look what he did. He made it to D2. Hopefully, he's doing good right now. But, yeah. I feel like struggle kind of, like, we talked about this on the last episode and like something that like our last coach mm -hmm. talked about our team is like what's your why like what's the reason why you play and when you're struggling like what's, what do you think about to like push you to that next level to finish those sprints to get in the gym when you're not feeling like it when you just lost or whatever to keep going when you didn't get the playing time you want and like I feel like a struggle could be like like you make it through that struggle it's like well, your why is like well if I made it through this struggle mm -hmm. then I could do that or like you know what I mean so I feel like that's a big part of like someone's why is like the struggle that they've been through and like making it on the other side of that, you know what I mean. I you. So what is your what is your say, why? Speaking of why's, I mean, What's it sounds my, like it's your mother. My mother is my why, but I feel basketball. I feel that my mother's my why for education base, education base, and trying to do better with my life. That's my mother. But um, basketball wise, I just it have to be a person. It could be yeah. Things. I just say I like to compete. I feel like if I see you, I feel like you're doing better than me or something. I want to compete, even though I don't really don't show it. Like I'm really nonchalant with things, but I feel. On the basketball court, I could really kind of bring out that little emotion inside of me. I'm I'm very talkative on the on like defensive end. I'm very talkative on like just basketball in general. I like to speak. I feel like if you don't communicate at all, then I don't think you should be on the court. That's just me personally. That kind of sides to another question I had. We were talking about this before. Like, what's the skill that you think you have? That, like an underrated skill, like not ball hand, another mm -hmm. basic stuff, but another one outside of that that allows you to succeed on the college basketball floor. His class in before was communication, like being able to communicate on defense. Kind of That's not a normal yeah. answer people would give. Like, what do you think is some underrated or like a unique thing? Yeah, a unique skill that you have outside of the norm that allows you to succeed in the college basketball floor. You could steal his if you wanted to. But. Yeah, I'll well, say. I, we kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Like for me, like in high school, I was big on like talking to my teammates, like letting, like, we're in the zone, yeah. I'm telling them what we're running, I'm talking to guys, not, guiding guys around. If you're not talking to me, bro, I'm going to curse you out. Like, all jokes aside, like, I I like to be, like, especially on defense, if we're not talking on defense, even the yeah. even if you're guarding someone, if I say Chris guarding you, like, yo, he's going to your left, screen to the right, screen to the right, so I'm hedging, I'm hedging, I'm hedging. If, if I'm not hearing that, like, my dude on the wing or whatever, on the corner telling me, yo, backdoor cut, I got you covered, if he backslides backdoor, all right, cool, I got that. If not, I'm going to black on you. I don't like that. I didn't do it last year just because I'm like, all right, I'm new. Like, I'm new. I agree. But fuck that shit.
I'm out here. I'm out for, but I'm I'm out here telling y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just say the same thing. Like everybody who's watching this from our team last year, be like, Max is like a quiet ass dude. Like he didn't talk. He didn't say shit. Like he's lying. Like I didn't say. Like last year, I really kind of got away from that just because like I was new. I was a freshman. Like, I feel like I'm in a very. I'm now. I'm a little fish in a big pond, and like I'm. I'm gonna let all these guys who are returners who are way older than me mm-hmm. do the communicating. I'm just gonna like be guided instead of do the guiding because like what the fuck do I know? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I feel like but it, that was something that really helped me like helped me like be confident. I feel like if I'm on the court and I'm not communicating, I feel like I'm controlling the impact that I make. To, like because I, I would, like you can't control if you make shots or miss shots. Yeah, but I can absolutely. control how much I'm talking, I'm communicating. And that's something that I can control. That can directly impact the game. So that was something that I really like like to do in high school and I kind of like made that an emphasis to be like the loudest guy on the court and on my team and just help because I really feel like that type of energy mm-hmm. really is like tra- like transfers to wins and transfers to like big plays and like just gives you energy in general to play well and I got, definitely got away from that last year but that was something I'm coming to this new school within a year of college experience and I was like I want to get back into tap back into that like communication thing so that's something that I've been really trying to mm-hmm. like reestablish in my game in the last few practices we've had that's a big so, difference too between if you're watching a college practice and you don't even have to know who the freshmen are and who the like the mature players are, you can just watch you how they play. Literally the game. watch you one run, you watch one open gym. And I, I already knew I could just tell. Okay, this guy hasn't been here. But like you just see the guys who played high you school; they're kind of lackadaisical and they're not screaming on defense. And then you see someone come down, and you got this guy hedge left, hedge left. It's just so much. The That's energy different. levels are different. That's different. The noise levels are different. It's just it's a very different game at this level. I like to say my full Max. I know I was about to cut you off, but it's like you can know you could just tell, like the JUCO people. Like you're Juco prodigy, right? Or no? We went to D three. Yeah, I went to D three. But I want to hear. So Tay also went to a Juco. Yeah. So he kind of told us his story, and I want to kind of hear like, what's your? Sorry to interrupt, like what you're mm-hmm. saying, but I want to hear. I want you to answer this question, talking about like the trajectory of like high school career, and then like how you made a decision to go to Juco, and then how you found balance from your Juco. Okay, so I'm gonna start off from high school. I'm gonna start from high school first. Yeah. High school. And then, then, then once you get into Juco, like answer the question that you were gonna say. All right, I mean, cool. Just give some context. All right, cool. My high school, I went to Wingate um, Basketball in Brooklyn, New York. Um, didn't like the coach. Coaching wise, nice guy outside of coaching. Didn't like the coach. Was it his system or what did you not like about him? Yo, his whole system. It has like he's a very commanding coach. If it's not going his way, he's it's like it's ass. It's like no, you're not you're not playing. You're not going to do nothing at all. You have to abide by his rules and his rules alone. His the the system he we was in. I can't even tell you. It was terrible, but the thing that pushed me even more, like, I tell you, that dude probably drained my confidence the most out of any coach alive. I promise you. Like, the first game, like, I, I could tell you, I had eight points the first game. I was the bench. Came off the bench, eight points. We we lost that game by two. I remember that. And then we had this big closeout this game. This was me in junior year. Junior year. Yep. Junior year. Because he was the varsity coach. Um... And then junior year, we went crazy. Senior year, it was, no, I'm a lot We was ass junior year. I'm bugging. Senior year, we was ass again. All, I'm just going to say, all throughout years, we was ass. I'm lying to myself. I don't know what, what I was thinking about. <laughs> we was ass. We was ass. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm lying to myself. But there was a couple of games where it's like, he just took the, he just pulled the, our hearts. Not even the other team. He pulled our hearts. And this, like an example? 
I'm gonna say this one. Um, we was down ten. We was down ten, and it, at halftime. So we all thinking, all right, cool. We're gonna get back into this game. He comes into to the gym. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. He points out everything we're doing wrong, but not saying, all right, we could turn it back around. He even finished over saying, we're gonna. He said, we're, we're definitely gonna lose this game. Like, damn, all right, cool. You got no faith in us at all. I feel like he played for a coach. Like, like you're never seen anything like, positive. It like, just drags the whole team. Down. Drags the whole thing, and it really is like, all right, shit, we're about to lose. We're, mind you, we're all young. We're like teenagers. All right, we're gonna lose. And the fucking losing by like thirty. So. No, it's not at all. I feel I, I can never do that. I'm gonna tell you. I feel you should hit people with positive first. Hit them with like the repercussions, like your input. Then end it with a positive note. You'll probably say, oh, what do you call it? Compliment sandwich. Yeah. That? Yeah. Classic compliment sandwich. Like boom, positive. All right, cool. We get to go. We get to go. Let's get out of here. Let's win this. But yeah, that's that's when I feel like my confidence. I was like, yeah, I'm done for. I don't so want. So you went to a JUCO after high school. After high school, went you, to a JUCO. Like didn't get recruited. Nice. Didn't no zero. Didn't get recruited. So I was a walk on in my JUCO. Um, my first year at that JUCO, as I, so I promise you, I feel like I've been every team I've been on. It was ass. So I'm just gonna say this off rip. I'm accustomed to like losing. I, feel, I think that's my whole career. I was just accustomed to losing. Like, I've, I can't sit here and tell you. The only time I was winning was in middle school. We won, we won chip. That's, I was happy as hell. That's the only time I could really sit here and be like, we won. But besides that, Juco. You, you walked on and made the team in Juco? Yeah, I made the team you in Juco. Like, what, was that, what, the, what was that process like that, when walking on? Walking on, I just had a chip on my shoulder saying that I don't think anybody here could outwork me. So... There's certain things that I know I could do better than. I think I could jump out the gym a little bit, but I'm not I'm not a high flyer, but I could definitely jump out the gym. I box out, I talk on defense, I, I do little things that coach is gonna look and be like, okay, yeah, I want him on my team. So that's what I did. Didn't play my first year, didn't play. In Juco base, it's more of the second half. I played during the second half, because you know why? People failed off. People failed off, that's how Juco kinda is. So I seen the opportunity. I took advantage of it. Um, played. I didn't like the reps, but mind you, my whole mindset right now is just like, oh, I'm not playing a lick of basketball. So once again, confidence went down the drain. Um, second year of JUCO went back. This was like I think COVID year. So I, yeah, it was, it was definitely around COVID time. I promise you, that was the most high confidence I've ever been in my life. I mean to tell you, like, that's the time where he said, yo, Neil, shoot the ball. I said, where? He said, yes. I said, okay, I'm pulling everything. I pulled everything. Um, but once again, that year was terrible. We had a big, his name was Big Nick. Big Nick was 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, but his knees gave out so easily. And then he just gave up basketball and failed off and shit like that. But he, uh, I was so, Big Nick was big. So he was like. So you did not have to play center. Yo, I did not have to play center. <laughs> <laughs> he was big. I just gave it to him down low and then he just did what he had to do. But yo, fuck, son. I miss Big Nick. But, did you have a good like, second year in Juco? Second year was my best year in Juco. Like my, my best. I average. It definitely started. Um, I average, I'll say 10, 10, 10 to 12. And then you came here? 
then I immediately came here after that. That that recruitment, um, I got recruited from Del High, and then I got recruited from York. These all New York schools, and then I think I went. My coach told me about this. Um, this um, I forgot what you called it. Area? Not not this area. Like you know where you go for like scouting and stuff. Like a, yeah. I can't. No, no, I can't. Like a portal. Like a portal. No, I forgot what it's called. It's a it's something like a portal. It's like a run, so we're like you see different uh, talents. I forgot. I'm trying to think of the name for it. Open, open some, some like open gym. Yeah. So I went there. That's where I see Elms. It was interesting to me. And then they had my major, so that was my big project. If they didn't have my major, I don't think I'm coming in here. Luckily, they had my major. They luckily had my major, and then came here. Then yeah. And then how last year kind of go? Last year. So I forget what you were like kind of getting to before. From Oh, from the Juco. Juco. What was the... I feel you just got to be a dog. Like, I I think Juco makes dogs. Like, you want it. I think you want it more than anybody on the floor. Like, I'm going to be real. I think that's what it just naturally makes. You just want it because you've been at the lows of the lows. You've seen what it's like. You don't want to go back. You've seen... I had practices. I had to be there practice at, like, 7. My house is... One hour and thirty minutes away from my from my um campus, so you then took the bus there I took the bus, day. yeah, took the bus, train, all that every day, practices, and I'm not back home until twelve a.m. Yeah. They were saying the same Games is even There's worse. No, you couldn't like live on campus. Yeah, no, no, you have to so be a No, nah, no, that's not all Jugos, but. Certain Jugos is just like that. Like, there's no, we can't live on campus. So I'm just, it's more, it's just like that travel base. I'm just like, damn. So I know how it is. I don't want to do that again. So that was my whole mindset. Like, I'm not doing this again. So it just made a dog in me. So that's what I'm talking about, like, the evolution of your game. I'm wondering how your game changed from, like, when you played in high school to then when you went to the Juco to now. Like, how was that sort of, how was that evolution kind of happened? Like how like the way that you played changed. High school, I feel I was more of a slasher, um, slasher defender. I'm always gonna have defense. I think that's the main thing. I feel you can't do nothing on defense. Um, my first JUCO year didn't play, but I felt I was more of a, like the mid-range guy. So once again, defense. I'm specifying defense a lot because you need to play fucking defense. Um. After that, just was the shooter. I was I was so happy. <laughs> that was my best year shooting, like shooting, shooting, three and D, shooting. And then I had a guard who could just get in the paint by himself. Jason, nice as fuck. I think he played at D three, D two right now. Nice as fuck. Get in the lane, kick out three. I was that was like the utmost confidence I had. Coach looked at me, so you better pull every single shot. I said that. Still play center though, but. Just cause big big Nick want to fail off and shit, but um yeah, and then here I don't know. I think my first year I was just finding myself. I knew defense had to be involved, but what else would I want to do? My first year was terrible. I don't like my first year here. But the first half I was so mad at coach. He did not play me. I was like, what am I doing wrong? But I'm not getting minutes. He said, okay. And is is it? I don't know the place. All right, cool. I got to know the place now. All right, I'm waiting for my opportunity. Didn't play until the second half. And then that's when I said, you know what? I'm just going to be all out defense, rebounding. 
all right, cool. I, I just, that's something, like, I know I could fucking do. So, like, I just did that, seen the couple of minutes, wish I played more, yes. Wish I played in big moments, like, I'll say, Kobo Sawyer. I was telling coach, put me back in the game, because that's when the dude hit, like, a corner three, a corner a corner mid-range, something like that for game. And, I, and, and up to this day, I say, if you had me in that game, he was not making that shot. I'm being real. I still, like, if you ask me, I think I'm the best defender on the team. <laughs> By far. It might be, people might say TC, whatever, RJ. I'll sit here and be like, I I think I hold that weight. I, I could sit here and be like, I'm the best defender he on the team. He actually did bring you up last episode because you were talking oh, so about, I thought you said that. Um, we, were talking, we were asking him, what's your favorite player? It's like, are you, what's the type of player you hate guarding? And then, What's the type of player you hate guarding you? And he said he hates when he's when you're guarding him because mm. you're just lengthy as fuck and block it. Yes. I'm, I'm asking you the same yeah. question. What are the types of players that you hate guarding? I hate guarding Tay. <laughs> but I hate guarding Tay. I hate guarding quick people. Tay is big and he's he's big, but he's quick. Deceptively quick. He's quick. You wouldn't you would look at him like you wouldn't expect that. I would never I would never expect Tay to move. And then someone quick and like Mike? short. Mike. Mike, fuck you. <laughs> Mike, fuck you. Mike and D. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I can't, I'm not guarding Mike. Bro. Mike he gets to doing like the position. Yo, there, just does one, two, one, two. Yo, oh, nah, he's quick, short. He blows past me. Like TC, I think I'm. I, I hate guarding TC, but I think I'm getting to know like what he likes to do. Like I, I put him in. I feel like I put certain people in certain positions that I want you to do. Like okay. I'm giving the left hand. I'm giving the left side, but you're not gonna go left. I'm making you fade away with this. Do I want everybody to fade away? I don't want TCs to fade away. They, we were talking about this too last episode about how there's like two things. We mm-hmm. talked about tendencies in this podcast. Where like if you play with a certain group of people long enough, you mm-hmm. learn what they like to do and what moves they like to go to. So it yeah. becomes really easy to guard them because yeah. you just naturally know where they're gonna go. And then two last episode we were talking about um, like people who love to play defense and what they do and like. Ian's one of those guys who I think likes to play defense. I'm not going to gas him up like I did last episode, but like he just, we were talking to him, we were playing once, and he was saying that I like to go left, I like to do this, I like to do whatever. I think guys who love playing defense, they just Pick analyze the, the absolute and shit then, of their people like they're guarding. And, and, and the real nut shit that I think I do, I smile a little bit on defense. <laughs> I smile a little bit just because I'm like, okay, I know what you're going to do. Just because I just like, all right, cool, you're going to go left, right, spin. I'm going to wait for you to spin. You're going to pump fake. I'm sitting, and I already have my length. I have long arms. I'm going to either block you or go straight up. So. How are you, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, so you said you kind of go bad year, good year. It's kind of an alternating bad mm-hmm. year, good year for you. So how are you going to kind of like take last year, which you weren't happy with your role and stuff like that, and kind of like use that as motivation? Like what are you going to do to try to make this year a good year? Um... I'm trying to make this year like my all-time best year. Like I'm all-time confident in myself and shooting. Now you can take your time. time. You know, this is leading. Yeah. Damn. But keep talking. What were you saying? Well, I can't even I tell can't you. Just, <laughs> what were you saying? His goals this year? My goals this yeah. year. Want to say individual goals or team goals? Probably both. Probably both. All right, I'm gonna give you all both. Team goals. I want to win. We we've been losing. Uh, we've been losing. Like we, last year, team, we shouldn't have been a three and whatever team. We was too good to be a three and so whatever what do you think team. The problem was? 
Um, last year, damn. I think it was us in general. We didn't get back on defense. Once once the lead went out, the, we were a first half team. The yeah, first half, the first half or second half team. It doesn't matter. Like we're a half team. Yeah. We're a half team. So once once the lead start ballooning, we just all right, fuck it. We're not gonna get back into this one unless someone talks shit to us. I, and then that was that reach game. I'm gonna speak about that real quick. Regis, it was last year. We lost by two. We came back. We was down 18-20. Came back in the second half because they were still sorry talking shit. Just came back. They, I think they were scared, but we still lost. But that just proved that like, yo, we could fucking do this, bro. But to make this a better year, I think all around collectively, put all the egos aside. If you're coming with your ego, cool. But I think if you use your ego in a good way. I benefit for us. If you if you're not gonna damn, I'm not playing minutes. I right, cool. Do something about that. Where is that ego in you? Use that ego. Like I'm gonna do this now. I'm not. Him, I'm gonna push him in practice. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch it up. This. If I'm not. If I. If I'm not. If I'm not making shots this year, I want to shoot better. I want to make every single layup. I want to dunk on your head. Like I think that's my. I have to get that through you my head. You say that, but you don't be dunking. I don't huh? dunk. I don't dunk. I don't dunk. He's like Kobe. He's like Kobe. Yeah. Bro, Kobe last year. We had a guy last year. Mm-hmm. He did this like two on one drill and he dunked it on our, one of our, our seven footers' head. Mm-hmm. Like, dunked it on his head. Only dunk all year. Only time I've ever seen him dunk. I'm not, I think, I think I'm a really good warm-up dunker. <laughs> like, you're going to get like a good, Trevor, bro. you're going to get like a, you're going to be like, damn, like, you're going to get like a good show and then probably on the fast break, I'm like, nah, I'm going to lay this whole up. Literally, Trevor, yeah. Trevor, I'm going to lay this Trevor, whole up. We're going to go last year with East Bay and warm-ups, mm-hmm. and then tapping glass on a layup in fast break. Yeah, you're going to get like a great, you're going to be like, damn, all right, you're going to be dunking a game. Nah, probably not. <laughs> you got to, you probably got to, like, Get me mad for me, like, all right, cool. He was talking shit. I'm, I'm going to try to dunk on your head. Okay, Trevor actually did almost have a poster last year, but never, ever, ever. But you know what? I, I, I'm going to try to get it. I'm, I'm going to go for an in-game dunk. I'm try said, so for the team you want to win, I just want you, what do you want your For goals? me, personally, I said this last year, I want to be D-P-O-Y. I've been saying this. I want to be D-Poy. The opposite of Max Rolnick. Yeah, I want to be D-Poy. You so, know, maybe if I uh, average few steals this year. I want to be D-Poy. that conversation. Um... I, I I do want to be deep. I want to I want to be on that scout report. Last year I was not on your scout report. I want to be on your scout report. Yeah, that's this man. This man plays defense, rebounds the ball, he can shoot the three. I, I've been getting better at shooting. I feel more confident. I'm a better shooter. Um, I need to get better at going towards the lane because I feel I got stronger. I got bigger. I was like I got I put on more weight for myself, so I need to get better at going to the rack, especially towards the left-hand side, I, even though I do right with my left hand. So I think it should be fairly easy. I do like going left. So if you make me go left, I'm going to go left. What are, you, what are you doing to work on those things, like actively? Actively? Um, I know for my size, I use my length more. So what am I doing? I'm doing, um, I do like this little drill, pound dribble into just like a regular layup, just a regular layup, and then pound dribble into like the um, the pino step right from my left hand. Because I know you're, I know you're gonna bump me, because obviously you should me shoot with my right hand. You're gonna bump me because oh, I'm going off track. So I have to get better at taking like taking a bump, because once I feel like once I get bumped, I'm like done for. But that's why I got bigger for. I'm gonna take the bump and probably euro step over you, just bump you back. So I'm just trying new things to get better towards that. I'm, I'm just have to attack your lead foot going left. Like sometimes I don't go straight. 
sometimes. You know what I mean? I go around. So exactly, instead of I want to, I would rather go straight. I want to go through you. I want to go through you. So that's what I'm trying to work on. I want to go straight through you. Like yeah, you're gonna have to find me. So that's really it. Okay, you obviously progressed a lot from your freshman year until right now. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what kind of lessons have you learned in the process that you would teach your freshman self to sort of speed up that process? Oh, easy. Don't let, don't lose your confidence. <laughs> I lost my confidence so many times. I, I, I could like two to three times. Don't let your confidence take over you. Yeah, don't let it waver you. I, Why do you think that happened? I think just some of the coaches, and I'm being in my head. As I told Max, I, he he's always in his head. I told him, I told him, yo, shut the fuck up and play ball. <laughs> like, I promise you, that's what I had to tell myself. So, like, I have, like, once again, I be missing layups, and I have butterfingers. <laughs> I have butterfingers. My teammates with that joke about it all the time. But I know, like, they're just like, yo, bro, you could do so much better. And I used to get in my head about those things last year. Now, if I fuck up like with those tendencies, I'm just like, ah, fuck. I get back on defense and I'll get a stop and then make it up for it or something like that. I feel everything, every little mistake you do offensively, make up for it on defense. Every mistake you do defensively, make up for it on offense. Or just make for, or just make up for it better next time on defense if you're a defensive specialist. Who do you kind of like model your game after? Like any role models in the league like, or you guys watched, who played as a you kid? Watch you watch, yeah. You know the crazy part is I have so much different names. I have so many different names. Like if you ask Kid Me, like we're young, young Dwayne Wade. Now I'm a big Clay Thompson fan. So I, I'm I'm the biggest Clay Thompson fan. I like Devin Booker. I like Zach Levine. I like Jason Tatum, even though he's on the wrong team. Um, That's kind of a bar. Kind of a rhyme. Um, I like, I like, I like Donovan Mitchell. I just like. I can kind of see Donovan Mitchell. I'm I like Donovan Mitchell. In Neil's game? A little bit. I like... Just like the, the jumper, because it's really squared off. Yeah, I just um, like... The pump fake into the... One I like Mikel Bridges. I can see Mikel Bridges. Why? Why can't you see Donovan Mitchell? Because he's a wing forward, yeah, wing spot forward. 3 and D player. Donovan Mitchell. Not that, that's, Donovan Mitchell's not a wing spot up 3 and D player. I like... Oh, I... Oh, the, Mikel Bridges, I definitely can see. Like, the, in the best game, who I just like seeing the most is Paul George. Even... I would love to have Paul George's game. Everybody says that. I would love to have Paul George's game. I feel like that's like a 2023, 2023 thing. It's like everyone loves Paul George. Bro, I've seen at least 100 edits on fucking then, TikTok. Of some Kawhi. Everybody loves Paul George in 2023. Yeah. yeah. And then Kawhi. I like Kawhi game, too. Yeah, I can see I can Kawhi, see too. But, like, those are all different players than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, I'm not saying just his entire just game, but the jump, shot, the jump shot mechanics. Like, and like, that's fair. That's fair. Do you have any lessons from basketball that you kind of like can use outside of basketball? So you said you're, in your, you're getting your master's this year, mm -hmm. and you're done school. Or not done school, but you're like, you get your master's, now you kind of step into real life. What do you, like, how can you use lessons you learned in basketball and uh, kind of like use them to just excel out of basketball in the real world? Um, leadership, I feel. Just use that leadership. You're already a part of a team, so you know how to work amongst other people. You've seen different characters already throughout your whole life. So I'm not going to be surprised if I see someone who's, once again, ego-based or someone who just thinks all for themselves or just, oh, they like to be, or someone who's shy. You see, I've seen it all. we all seen it all. So I think that's what translates. And then being more outspoken. So I don't think it's going to be a hard transition, really. I don't think it's going to be hard for me. So um, last episode, too, we asked Tay 
what are three traits that you think a successful basketball player has? And three, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna add, what are three unsuccessful traits you think people who aren't really good at hooping have? Because you obviously, as a freshman, you weren't really a leader yet, but now you've transitioned into sort of a more leader role, mm -hmm. and I think you can probably notice some successful traits that people have, and I'm wondering if you could break those down. Like in the discipline, confidence, outspoken, okay. certain shit. I say being, I feel the major trait is being coachable. Okay. I think that's one. I think accountability, being able to say, hey, I, I, I fucked up. Um, and one, I'll say just work, work ethic. Or just, you don't need to have, I'm not saying anyone has to have like, oh, work, work, work. No, I just like, when it's time to work, you work. When it's time to go out there, like I'm here, like you're going to feel my presence. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to be like, okay, I'm out here, but you're just in the corner and there, no one's paying attention to you. If I don't feel your presence, I don't think you're a threat at all. I think that goes for anybody. Yeah, that workout shit Loki, pisses me off. When I see people in the gym with like 10 pounds and some dumbbells and shit, yeah. they're just going like this. That shit bothers me to no end, bro, because they're not say, pushing yeah, themselves. Like, I think the biggest like trait like that separates a good someone who's good at anything from someone who's not is integrity. I think that's the most important thing to have. Integrity is like doing the right thing when no one's watching. That could be like being a good person, but that could also, that could also be like, I'm in the gym by myself, so like, I'm not going to go full speed. Or you touching know, the or line co Or coaches and watching, so I'm not going to touch the lines. Yeah. And sprints, exactly. Like that type of thing that separates somebody who's going to be successful from somebody who's going to be average. Mm -hmm. Just like just doing the right thing because they want to get better and they want to do the best they possibly can, not because coaches are watching. Or just like the ability to push yourself. That should be pissing me off yeah. so much, bro. Like yeah. I've seen skinny ass motherfuckers in the gym just doing this. It's like, and then I'll be beside them just dying on a rubber bicep curl. It's like yeah. there's clearly a difference say. between yeah. someone yeah. like me and you, and that's just how life it's is. It's a big difference. It's like the more you put in, the more you get out. Yeah. Do you have any like crazy stories, maybe from high school, maybe from JUCO, just like about like that just involved basketball? That, you that involved think of? basketball. Our audience loves loves stories, loves like crazy funny experiences. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got one. So, Juco days. Um, there's this big man named Cam. Cam can Cam can tell a fucking story. Cam likes to fucking talk. Um, and then we have my other teammate Q. Um, they was going at it. They, I feel, I think they always go at it. And but this one practice, they was really getting real intense. So, um, I can't really specify what they really said much, but it was more along that's like, oh, you suck, you know, back and forth, basketball things. And then the ball's thrown, you know, when that gets thrown, I think that's like, he took that as the ultimate sign of disrespect. So they try to fight it out. But then at the end of the day, this they separate. Oh, this is practice. This like is practice. Coach, coach don't give a fuck. <laughs> coach, <laughs> coach, want, coach looking, he's sitting down, he wants over the smoke. He's like, ah, I like it. He, cause, He's like, I like it. So y'all do know how to fight. Y'all do know how to fight. But y'all, I think y'all fighting the wrong people. Y'all not fighting our opponents. So he's sitting there. He's watching it. He said, all right, cool. Now let's have practice again. So he wants to, he said, okay, have that same energy now to each other again. And then the same energy again. So it was just, it was just like a learning lesson. He was just like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all could fight, but y'all fighting against the wrong people. Y'all fighting against each other. Fight against the opponents. Our coach was looking the same way last year, like when Trevor was in that one-on-one -on -one drill and he started just crying and slapping yeah. the floor and, and the coach just leaned him against the wall just watching the shit happen. Yeah, it just like, he's like saying like, all right, y'all taught yourself, now go out there and learn. So, 
And once again, after that, it was like real intense. That was like, that's probably like the funnest practice I had in a minute. Like I could name, like, all right, cool. That was fun because they was going at it. Like Cam, and mind you, Q is a guard. Cam is a big, he, he doesn't, that's the dude. He's an all-star practice player. All-star practice player. That, he was just going crazy that day. And Q was just going back and forth. Like, I don't know. It was fun. I don't know how to put it into words. It was just a fun practice. Talking shit, going back, like, pushing each other, not calling the fouls. We're not calling nothing. We're not, it's like, we're not calling nothing. You call a foul at this point, it's going to be a fight. When you, so you said, like, practice player. That kind of gets me thinking, like, what do you think separates somebody who's, like, good in practice and good in open gyms from someone who's good in games? Mm-hmm. I like that question. Oh. Practice player compared to open gym. I feel, okay, practice player, there's no one around. So it's just you and your teammates. So it's just open gym. Yeah, it's just you're playing against regular people. Well, you're talking about regular people, right? Like, we're not talking you're about college. Yeah, uh, yeah. College, like so open college open gym, there's no pressure. There's not real, it's not real defense. Like no one's trying to help. Practice players, like, there's no one around you. It's only you and your teammates. So people you see re- regular. But once the, I feel like when the lights get bright, that's when some, that's when they get timid. Like, the shots they normally make in practice, it's not going in. Why is that? Confidence. You ever struggle with that, being a practice player? Um, I, yeah, <laughs> I did. But I feel once, like, after, like, a certain amount of shots go in, you just got to see one go in, even if a shooter especially. I feel if a shooter's not making their shot, keep on shooting. But if it's, like, you're, like, 0 for 10 from 3, uh, you got to at least see, like, go for a layup. Just, just so that you can see one. Just one, and then I feel once again let it fly. Let it fly. I would never tell a shooter stop shooting. What do you? What type of like basketball do you think your game kind of like fits best in? Because like you have guys who are like really shifty, really good at one on one, and then you kind of put them in like a three on three, and they're less effective. Like Chris. That's crazy as fuck. Chris Damn. Is, Chris's best type of basketball mm-hmm. is hundred percent one on one. 100% bad work, three bad dribbles, work, do you? counters, yeah, that's one on one. I would rather like I'd be the best. I'd rather play threes. I think my game is more conducive for But then threes. you put Chris in fives, mm-hmm. and it's different, right? I say. I'm not, I'm not on your ass right now. Like, I'm just being like, like people's different people's games mm-hmm. are suitable for different styles of play. Me, personally, not a good, very good ones player at all. Mm-hmm. But threes or fives, it's completely different because there's more movement, there's more off-ball movement, and that's just more conducive for my game. So, kind of, what do you feel like your game kind of like is best suited for? I don't have the best bag, but I, could, I think I could definitely hold my home in, in a one-on-one. It's got to be your defense. Defense, and like I, I'm from New York, so I kind of, I kind of like know. I'm not, I'm not saying I have the biggest bag, but like I got, I got like okay, I could do a little one-two move, hezzy, and get by you. It's not the greatest, but I could do it. But I feel threes and five is where I'm at. So threes and five. Definitely a better, definitely a better um, situation to be in than a one-on-one player. Yeah. Did you know what I mean? Like there are guys who like excel in one on ones. Yeah, and then Ian Green. Sorry. Oh, Ian. Now I come on your ass, and then you go on. Ian's oh, I beat Ian by the way. Ah, right. but you see this? I beat Ian on one on one. Came Ian's, back. He's a good one on one. I came back. It was he four eight. He's still good three on three. Not to like gas him up. He's a good three. Like he's a good basketball player. Ian, when you see this, bust your ass. Now nah, I didn't bust his ass, but it's just on your ass. I was four eight. Only need one bucket to win. Four straight three. Step back, mid range, bang, game winner. Yeah, Ian, hold that. 
He's definitely going to run it back after that one. I'm gonna I know he is. We'll record that. We'll record that. I know he is. We'll put mics on both of you. We'll record it. Um, kind of like the last kind of question we ask usually before we wrap it up. I think this is definitely a good spot to ask. Is like, what's one piece of advice you give to you and yourself? And I, you, I know you talked about confidence. Confidence. Else. You know um, I, mean? I say like confidence. One, I say, I wish I loved the. I wish I loved it earlier. I wish I loved basketball earlier. I, I really. You control do. that though. No, I don't think so. Like we've had a, we've had a um, Stephanie Rudnick, which is she's a coach and an entrepreneur, and she came on here and she talked about how there's usually an event or something mm-hmm. that has to happen, a catalyst to turn you into that kind of player that loves the game, and you can't really you can't force that. Yeah. You have to let it happen on its own. I, I really wish that I did because I think if I did, I would put like a lot more like into myself. I can't take it back. No, I mean I had time. I can't say that I had time. I could have put a lot more, but still though, I wish I like. From early elementary, I say like third grade. If I really started loving it, I think at that point I just liked it. I just see, oh, that's my favorite player. Yeah, I, I want to be like him. But I'm just a third grader, just coming every once in a while, just shooting around. I feel like if I like went to the park more consistently and shot the ball more, get better with myself, then yeah, it'd be a different story. But I had, I wish, I really wish that. Like, so you think just like be in the gym, like put yeah, in more work? Yeah, like yeah. even if like middle school time, like more in high school time, like I'm telling you, high school time when it really hit, like, yo, I like basketball. Mm-hmm. Was there like a vivid moment you can remember where that happened? Like, like I really like, do like, love. A, like, a, like someone said something to you or a coach cut you? or Like, I'll say high school, it was like, um, it wasn't, it wasn't on, on my team. It was like, um, for like this other league, like we won and like the coach we had was phenomenal. Phil, how you doing? Phil, Phil, like he just like, all right, cool. We're doing, he just made me love basketball even more. Uh, that's a, like the genuine coach I can say. I'm like, yeah, he made me love the game. So Phil made me love that game. Appreciate it. I was waiting for my time to come on the pod. I was waiting. We're definitely gonna have have you on again and just I'll see how will. everything you said, kind of like like how we build off that, and how you mm-hmm. build on to the year, and like you have everybody else on, like just check in and see like you made all these goals, like did mm-hmm. you achieve the goals, and like what you maybe you could do better for next year or whatever. So we're definitely gonna. You know, I think you should have. You have TC here. TC. We're gonna have everybody. TC is a good mind, but that's it. <laughs>